Pickett thinks the players need to study more. None of the other players are disagreeing with that. So where are the teachers? Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you stumbled into this. The Steelers will have a practice today and a practice tomorrow, and then they will get their NFL-mandated four days off on the bye week. A lot of guys will leave town, will go home to their families. Some will go on vacations, like actual vacations, anything at all to chill and to get away from the daily, you know, this. And it is a this at this point. When you hear players talking about things like dysfunction, that was a term that Cam Hayward used yesterday. When you hear Najee Harris, a second-year player, talking about accountability, when you hear a rookie who didn't even start the season in picket saying that players need to study, there are going to be people who will take all of these things as a collection, jumble them all up in a ball, and suggest that, aha, the room is out of control, and everything points to uh, Mike Tomlin is losing the players, and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's standard responses in these situations. My own feeling, and that's not to say everybody else is wrong, but my own feeling on this is, if I'm two and six, I want my room to be raising all kinds of hell. In all directions, I want there to be fingers pointing. I want there to be people who are upset. Take it from someone who covers the baseball team across the river. That isn't always the case. You can build a culture that's completely comfortable with losing, including at the player level, because the players know that nobody above them cares, so why should they? That is not what's happening with the Steelers. They're peeved. Pickett is peeved. To an extent, maybe Pickett is trying to exert some sort of sense that he can be that quarterback leader when actually Mitch Trubisky remains the offensive captain. Maybe he feels it necessary to send that signal. So he's going to say things. He's going to act a little ornery the way he did at the press conference Sunday in Philadelphia. And I'd never really seen him that edgy. But I don't think so. I don't think so. I I think this player is just a competitor. And I think this player is mad. And he's mad for a reason. Because not only is the team not succeeding because of some players not doing what they're supposed to be doing, but also he isn't. Let me ask you this. Who are the only two people on the planet who can watch an NFL offensive play and know exactly who was supposed to be where, when, and why. Right. That's it. Just the quarterback and the offensive coordinator. None of us trust the coordinator at this point, so it's really down to just the quarterback. Kenny knows what's going wrong, same way Mitch knew what was going wrong, and they need to speak up.
What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. For anyone who missed it, this was what Kenny said on this subject Sunday in Philly. Yeah, not not detailed, you know, not detailed guys and you know what they're doing. Um, you know, we need to study more. I don't I don't think we study enough as a group. Um, there's way too many, you know, penalties and, and stuff like that, which, you know, we can control. It's all mental. Um, so for that to happen, there's really no excuse for that. So, you know, we have to figure that out and, and get it right. That was his answer to the second question in that session. And I got to admit, I didn't see it coming. I also didn't see it coming later on when he got this is going to sound like I'm mad about it. I'm not. I couldn't care less. But he got a little bit snippy with people. He was a little bit ornery, I guess. Not so much with them. You could tell it wasn't with the reporter, but just with the situation. And even when the session ended and Bert Loughton, the media relations director, says, any other questions? And there's like no other response and everybody was done. And Kenny just kind of goes, good, and walks out. Again, I'm not saying this as if it's bad. I'm saying this as if it's good. This is what you want. This is the reaction that you want. But you know what else you want? You want these players to not have this as a cause. You want these players to actually be getting coached slash instructed slash taught correctly. And if those players don't execute the plays that they're supposed to be executing the way they're supposed to be executed, get them the hell out of the lineup. Now, I don't know who Kenny's talking about. My guess is that in some hidden form, he's got to have everyone in mind. He knows where the offensive line is supposed to be. Each guy, each guy on that line, he knows who's missing their blocks. He knows who's going to the wrong spot. He knows when the wide receivers are running the wrong routes or when they're supposed to be coming back to him or they're supposed to be going further. There was yet another gross miscommunication, for example, between him and Deontay Johnson, you might recall, down toward the Philadelphia end zone. And if you're someone who's followed Kenny's career and you know the studying that he does, you're going to give him the benefit of the doubt over Deontay all day long. Now, again, I could be wrong. I could be 180 degrees wrong. It might have been Kenny that screwed it up, but I don't think so. I don't think so. And when the quarterback knows this, knows, not guessing, not speculating, knows every single facet of how the play is supposed to go, he, he gotta, he's got to say something. But the coaches also have to do something, and that obviously, obviously starts with Mike Tomlin. I don't know how you could watch this team for all of the existing shortcomings that it would have, even if it operated in a pristine way in terms of execution, strategy, discipline, it still wouldn't be all that great of a football team. But to add on top of that, all of these rock-headed penalties that the offensive line takes, all of the illegal shifts, illegal motions. My goodness, there was a there was an illegal alignment on a kickoff. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. It's even infected special teams. Where does that come from? Why is that happening? I know where to start when we come back. J1Q. 
portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by our friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. They are the one, the only, the premier destination in Pittsburgh for craft beer. More than 500 craft beers available, more than 350 of those local, and more than 80 of those on tap. Mike's can't be topped, not for beer, not for the awesome kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. And today's J1Q comes from Dylan Goodson, who asks, what do you think would happen if Kenny pulled a Ben and just started calling his own plays among the offense in the huddle? Dylan, first off, it's not going to happen. You're not going to see a rookie quarterback um, halfway into his first season. And if you can even call it that because he didn't start out the season, he's had four uh, games to his credit, really. You're not going to see them hand him the keys to the car, even if Tomlin has completely lost faith in Matt Canada. And one would hope that he has. You're not going to see any head coach feel comfortable with just, hey, here, you try it. It's not going to happen. You might want it to happen. You might see this as a way out because we saw that as a way out for years with Ben. But let's not exaggerate either the impact of Ben and the no huddle. You know why? Because Ben himself would do that, and he'd do it nonstop. After every game, he made sure, no matter what it was that any of us asked, he'd somehow bring up drawing plays in the sand. You heard all these terms if you follow the team closely. Uh, He's still doing it on the show that he does, the podcast that he does now. He's still bringing up drawing plays in the sand and Uh, Even just this week made a reference to how 90% of the time when they were in no huddle, it was just him, just him. Well, good, great. That's why he's headed to Canton. But this quarterback isn't even halfway through his first season in the NFL. And don't make me go back to Ben's rookie season and all the struggles that he had at the time for all the wondrous talent that he'd already been exhibiting. Would you maybe like to see Kenny do this? Sure, it'd be more fun. It would also take a villain out of the equation in Canada. Would I like to see it? Heck yeah, why not? I'd like to see anybody. I'd like to see people off the street calling plays rather than Canada. But it's not plausible, and it's not, not, not going to happen. Also, and let me bring this up, because I know there's still a whole lot of back and forth as it relates to quarterbacks. And now it seems particularly within the fan base, that there's a sense that you can't criticize Kenny or that the people who aren't ripping Kenny are afraid to or whatever else here. Look, Kenny can play better. There's no question about that. Uh, There's passes that he's missing. There was a ball he threw seven miles over Pat Fryermuth's head. I don't know, it just slipped out of his hand or whatever. It wasn't something that came up in the press conference, but it was a really, really bad ball. And he hasn't been perfect in terms of his execution or his decision-making or his vision either. He just hasn't. If he was, he would be leading the offense 
Canada or no Canada, to more than one touchdown a game. You can overcome a crappy coordinator and put together a couple touchdowns a game. That isn't happening right now. And that does reflect on Kenny. He can be better. The difference here is I believe that he will get better. I didn't believe that with Mitch based on the much, 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 much longer track record that Mitch has had in the NFL. So this isn't a matter of trying to play to somebody's heroes or the fact that, you know, he was at Pitt and won a conference championship. I couldn't care less about that. Anybody who knows me. But I don't believe that everybody gets thrown into the same pile when it comes to the degree of criticism that you issue for the simple reason that they're not all equal things. Did you hear me criticize Najee Harris last year the way I am now? No. Why? Second year. You need to be making a jump. Running backs have short NFL careers. You can't be throwing away the first two. That sort of thing. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. Mm-hmm.